live from the Momo Pizzeria and Ristorante Studios at 44th and O. Morning radio for the entire capital city. This is LNK Today with Jack and Friends on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All right, greetings. Welcome in on a Thursday morning, April 6th, 2023, 609. And what is this, 14 degrees? In the capital city, I hope you can hear the disdain in my voice when I say 14 degrees. Well, that's what it is right now. Uh, it's going to get warmer. It's going to be sunny, not too windy. It's actually going to be a beautiful day. So, anyway, we got a good show for you today. That'll warm you up. Uh, it is a Ticket Thursday, and it has been a long while since we have busted out the current events quiz, but I was hard at work yesterday putting together a quiz that you all can take and likely pass if you've been paying attention to the week that has been. And if you do that, you are going to be able to uh, pick from our ticket closet, which is quickly amassing more and more tickets. Among the things available, Nebraska baseball tickets. That's against Omaha. Against Omaha next week. Tuesday. Next Tuesday. Uh, let's see. There's probably still Chicago tickets in there. Is that right? The uh, the concert? Or am I no, wrong about no that? No, no Chicago. They're gone. Okay. We've got ZZ Top at Orpheum okay. on the 12th. That's next week also. Okay. And then we've got uh, Jagged Little Pill at the lead, oh, April 25th. Alanis's musical. We also have used ticket stubs from the Journey and Toto concert we can give you, too, <laughs> if you would like those. <laughs> we'll never stop giving away tickets to see Journey and Toto. If you would like to relive Journey and Toto. <laughs> we will grant you the ability to talk as if you were there. <laughs> One you of can the, always request it tomorrow. Uh, somehow. Somehow the attendance of that concert was 500,000. I'll never quite understand how they fit all those people into Pinnacle Bank Arena. Uh, Also on the show today, the Grow Lincoln team will join us. Robin Eshelman, Dave Albers, hopefully going to be telling us about some new restaurants, retail, businesses coming to the capital city. They join us at about 810 today. And uh, Greg Sharp is traveling today. He's headed out to Michigan, and so... We uh we will not have him today at 8.35, which is very sad, but he'll join us next week, as per usual. And, and tomorrow is Request Line Friday, as you mentioned, Mark. Uh, it is a general Request Line Friday, but we are celebrating uh, Da Vinci's and their big anniversary coming up, and uh, so we're going to have Da Vinci's prizes if you send a keyword in tomorrow. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll announce that keyword a few times throughout the show tomorrow, and that'll get you... Um, into a drawing for a $45 gift certificate. And that uh, Not just tomorrow, but that's throughout the month of April as yep. our request line Fridays this month, but powered that, by Da Vinci. So that's tomorrow. But you can request your songs anytime. Yeah, you can, you can, you can do it, it now. now. And you can do your, if you want to do the keyword, you can do that separate tomorrow if you would like. Well, it turns out, ladies and gentlemen, running for mayor is a full-time job. Yeah, uh, that's uh, that apparently was the verdict for Suzanne Geist as she made the announcement yesterday that she will be stepping down from her seat in the Nebraska legislature to focus the next four weeks on the mayoral race uh, that she is now up against Larry and Gaylor Baird in for the general election coming up in the first week of May. So she steps down. That's effective uh, at the close of business today. Okay. The legislature. So she'll finish out the day today in the legislature. There will be an announcement today 
uh, on who the replacement will be. Uh, Governor Pillen uh, made that clear, I don't know, uh, what, about 45 minutes after the Geist News came out? It right. was It was apparently they... Uh, they 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 did the search and the applications all during the lunch hour yesterday, and they came up with. Uh, it was it was good. Now I I know the uh, the the Journal Star has been reporting uh, a name that they apparently I think they've got some pretty good sources uh, as to who it is going to be. Uh, the possible choices likely include, according to the Journal Star. Denny Vigalis, uh I hope I pronounced that last name right. Uh, I'll learn it when he becomes a senator. Uh, apparently, a legislative aid policy advisor to former Governor Pete Ricketts was going to be running in District 25 for Guy's seat next year. And uh, so he apparently, it, it sounds like he is the uh, the choice that was made during the lunch hour And of course, yesterday. since, uh, you know, he'll, he'll be able to, to serve, what, almost nine, nine and a half years? Uh, yeah, that's if, true. If he, if he gets elected, if he wants to be a legislator for nine years. If he would get elected twice after this, he would be able to do that. And who knows? They might change the term limit rules too. So maybe even further than that. So that's, uh, that is the situation right now. Yeah. Like, yeah, Geist would have been, she would have been term limited out after next year's right. session. And so since over half of this term is gone, yep. Uh, they, they get to run twice under current, uh, rules. Right. Um, so plenty of reaction on that, of course. Uh, I mean, I think actually doing this mayoral race would be pretty diff- difficult right now during, um, the, the way the, se- the, the way the, 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 the part of the going. session that you're in right yeah. now, yeah. um, to, to kind of do both. So I get that. There were also some who said it also, uh, you know, gets her out of voting for some things that might be controversial having to take a stand in the legislature on some things that might be controversial for the Lincoln vote. I know Jane Kleb implicated that when, when she was talking about it. I don't know how much that factored into the, uh, into the decision, but nonetheless, uh, full-time attention now to this mayor's race as it ramps up toward the general election. Uh, speaking of people stepping down, Nebraska's uh, Director of Economic Development, Tony Goins, after a series of pieces in the Nebraska Examiner, has stepped down. Um, the, those pieces were about his ownership interest in a cigar lounge in Southwest Lincoln, um, and kind of a variety of things about that, uh, about getting some pandemic relief funds through that office, uh, about reports as to the ownership stake, um, uh, and a whole whole lot of uh, a whole lot, several things, uh, which may or may not have been inappropriate but Goins decided uh in light of what happened and and perhaps this was after a conversation with the governor uh he has decided to step down so he had been in that job uh with governor pete ricketts for quite a while as i recall he joined he he was named after the sale of the cabela's bank yeah he was he headed the cabela's bank here okay um and i can't think of the name of the bank but it was right their credit card uh, division and it, when they sold to Bass Pro, um, Cabela's sold. Why the uh, bank was also sold to Citigroup or Chase, right? So uh, one of the interesting things was uh, that I said I th- read in the Nebraska Examiner article was that it wasn't you know the ownership wasn't declared on um, on the potential conflict of interest forms that you have to do. Somebody 
brought it up. He later added it to that. But like it was it was obviously I mean, I think it was well known that he had that uh ownership stake. Oh yeah. Absolutely. In that. I mean, I think every I mean I think not everybody in I don't, the I don't city, think he, but I mean I mean people in the in the this circle uh, all all knew that. I knew it. Um yep. so, I, I knew it as well. So it yeah, it was uh, it was fairly commonly known uh but he uh he did go ahead and resign so the governor's going to have apparently it's going to take more than just a lunch hour to get a replacement for that one though yes <laughs> um let's see uh, a, little, a little different heading up a state agency than s- serving in the unicameral yeah, well you know it's it's too bad too because that does happen to be my district mark i'm a district 25er and I was uh, I was nosing around. Why weren't you even called? For I this? was nosing around on the website trying to find the application, and, uh, and and during the time it took me to do that, between I when I learned that Geist was stepping down and looking for the application, I got the notification that they had already announced or that they were going to name the replacement. And so I didn't. Uh, there was not, apparently there was never an online application. It's very disappointing because I do like to argue, um, and that salary. Looks sweet. <laughs> Making oh, bank in the legislature, baby. Let's go. Well, it would be a step up from a broadcast salary. I can tell you that from a historical perspective. <laughs> it actually wouldn't. Um, <laughs> believe no, it or we, not. We are all extremely wealthy here in the radio industry. Actually, from when I started in the business, maybe, it would okay. be a step up. All right. Maybe if yeah. we're converting dollars from 1932. But yeah. yes, I mean, <laughs> sorry, Mark. Just kidding. Uh, yeah. You're only a couple years old. I don't think the governor would have picked me, even if there was an uh, open application process. I would have picked you. Thanks, Caleb. You don't live in my district. You couldn't have even voted for me. Sad. No one's going to elect me to be in a position to pick you anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I'm about, I think, three blocks, two or three blocks outside the district. So, oh, really? The district, the the, it is a strange. They are weirdly drawn. The districts in Lincoln, aren't they? Your your palatial, affluent neighborhood is in her (laughs) district, as is Waverly. Yeah, I mean. It's crazy. Yeah, listen, I've been think of all the things I've done for Waverly. I've been I've been touting the water there for several months. I'm and what it can do a, for volleyball players. I'm surprised you don't have a second vacation home. It's true. They're they're vying for hey, listen, if I if I lose out on dumbbell, um, you know, maybe I'll if I don't if I can't beat out the Chinese for the bidding war, maybe I'll consider relocating to Waverly instead. But I'm gonna need an acreage, obviously. Oh, they can handle that. Going to need a big acreage there in in Waverly. There's, there's a, quite a big lot right there at where you come off of I-80 at the Waverly exit. It used to wait, wait, have a wait, wait, pink, pink uh, building. <laughs> Is that building still there? Did they no. tear it out? They tore well, down the. It, I thought. So. I I thought so. I should know. I've driven driven by there a bunch. Apparently, I'm not paying any attention when I do that though. Uh, I don't know. There's a lot going on, Mark. What else is uh, at the top of your list here? Well, those those two things, a, a little strange deal with that. Uh, we talked a little bit about it because it was developing yesterday morning, but that pickup that crashed into the sign out at Southwest yeah. High School. Uh, driver being evaluated still in the hospital. Because basically the, it drove into this, what, concrete sign and yeah, the, then fled after, yeah, he left, after that situation? Left the scene, but they were able to track him down. Um, scanner, when that happened, I was here in the newsroom listening to it, and it was really kind of a crazy uh, report 
And uh, you take a look at some of the pictures. Channel 8 had a, a good picture. That big concrete sign that said Southwest High School took off a corner of that, and the pickup's actually up on top of what's left of the sign. Oh, wow. So uh, that it was westbound on uh, Pine Lake and, and uh, failed to negotiate a turn or stay in the road okay. going into uh, campus. So. Um. Yeah, I was we wondering don't have, if we just don't have a lot of information on that one yet. My so. and this is purely speculation, but I heard it and I thought, oh, that's somebody who was impaired and didn't want you know that to be found out by people who were responding yeah, to but it. It sounds like might if, be more to it. Okay, and then in other, uh, not the same caliber, but the uh, the woman that uh, allegedly drove over and killed the two guys out at uh, yeah. The apartment complex has been uh, declared incompetent to stand trial. Yeah, at this time, and, and this I, time. I suppose that can that can change. But I'm not surprised that that happened after uh, what we've seen in that case so far. And then, speaking of court news, uh, Mickey Joseph had his charge dismissed. Uh, How via, many times did you Zoom show up hearing. and you were in there in a hearing for about a minute? Um, I mean, it is, is, is it more, it happens for more commonplace things. than, than what you would think for those of us that don't necessarily follow a whole lot of court proceedings. I, I didn't do, I did very, very little criminal law. So I was not in a hearing, you know, exactly like this, but in terms of the stuff I did do, mm-hmm. yeah, there were all kinds of hearings that were incredibly fast you were more was, you were more in the hearings where it was couples splitting up their beanie babies right well yeah, yeah maybe that but even hearings on 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 motions right. that need to happen um somebody entering an appearance there's i mean there are all kinds of there are all kinds of very brief hearings right. i'll bet but, you didn't do it though on zoom like they did yesterday i never no zoom hearings were not <laughs> not something that uh no right. now they did have telephonic hearings sometimes uh, but I did very few of those too. They were the vast majority of them were at the old courthouse, either in Lancaster County or one mm-hmm. of the surrounding counties. Right. But what happened yesterday? So with Mickey Joseph, he appeared via Zoom um, with his attorney. They talked. Uh, the The deputy county attorney said that she and, and Joseph's attorney had received an email um, from the. Uh, alleged victim back in February, stating that she had no intentions to testify. They, the state tried to serve her multiple times. I believe even went down to Arizona, couldn't make contact. So the judge dismissed without prejudice. Right, and that means that it could come up could bring, later. Right, correct. Without prejudice means you are not prohibited from bringing the charges again if you desire to. But my guess is that will not happen. Right. You can't. It's hard to, I mean, prosecutors can't make that case without the the witness. Right, yeah. Essentially, willing willing to testify. You can't prove the elements of the case mm-hmm. very well without that happening. And, and why that happened, you know, I'm not going to get into speculation about, about that decision or what that means about anything here with this whole thing. But uh, that legal chapter is over, and, and that family is going to uh, move on and, and hopefully, you know, Hopefully, hopefully they're all doing okay. I mean, I don't know what else to say, right, really. Yeah, yeah. that's. Uh, I guess that's the bottom line in this whole thing. Um, so there you go. Uh, got all all of that going on. Masters starts this morning. It does. Yeah. You got a little par three action yesterday. Got a, little, got a little Masters for those of you who are golf fans. Maybe there's some of my. Uh, some of, some of my friends like to take these two days off of work and just go Masters all day long. I'm not quite into golf that much to do that. It'd be more like is this like the NCAA tournament for some? Reason? Yeah, it is. Just way ask, into the ask Chris Lofgren about it. I mean, yeah, he's I mean, kind of our resident golf guru. That's true. That's true. 
So I, I'll I'll continue to be cheering for uh, Jordan Spieth because I went to college with his caddy, and uh, <laughs> that's always the weirdest flex. Every, every, every time you bring that Na- name dropper, I went to yeah. Michael Greller lived right down the hall from me in the dorm. <laughs> big Michigan fan, big Michigan fan. I was a big Nebraska fan. The year was 1997. You can imagine how that went between the two of us. <laughs> can, He'll can, still message me and talk crap uh, about Michigan and Nebraska. Can't imagine what was significant that year at all. Yeah. No, there was a we uh, we had some heated conversations about college football. At least a share. Ah, uh, all right, six twenty-five. That's yeah, what's you, going on today. You know, if you really stop to think how judgmental some people are, you really thought about that? No, uh, yeah, well, I can tell just by looking at them. Okay, is that the end? I gotta think about that one. I can tell just that's the end. <laughs> Right, Six twenty-six. We'll we'll ponder that one. Judgmental. I can tell just by looking at him. I'm being a little judgmental. You're, you're being judgmental. Oh, okay. All right. Oh boy. Uh, was I good, was hoping for some no, like, double a, no, meanings no, that, in the word. Oh, that was a really good one. Uh, Six twenty-six. Telling <laughs> candidate with Jack and friends on KLIN. <laughs> Love KLIN. Tell us why with a voice message in the free KLIN app. You've worked hard for what you have: your money, your assets, your four hundred one k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to three million dollars in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. A look at news from both inside and outside of Lincoln, and conversation on how that news affects us here. It's time for the Sound Off on LNK Today. All right, welcome back. Glad to have you still with us, even after the dad jokes on LNK Today with Jack and Did that count as a dad joke? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. But what I do know is that in, one out of three dads approved that joke? In uh, in a little over thirty minutes, I'm going to have a, a cue to call to play the LNK today with Jack and Friends current events quiz. I have curated a list of questions about things in the news, nationally, locally, politics, sports, entertainment, all of it. If you can uh, get it quickly, think on your feet. You are going to win tickets to. Uh, one of a variety of events from baseball games to uh, concerts to ZZ Tops concerts to musicals at the Lead Center. You get to choose. You get to just go through the, uh, it's basically like you get a, a free ticket to the ticket store. Uh, what? Okay. Anyway. <laughs> get your ticket for the ticket. Step right up. Uh, all right. <laughs> with that said, let's please. I don't know what to do without much madness. Okay, all I of know. Our Can you tell? Are we're all. We're all. Uh, uh, yes, you're exactly right. We are all a little disjointed right now without any much madness. And it's only been a month. You, we don't. I'm, we forgot how to do this. I'm trying to. Kayla finishes the sports. I'm trying to. You know, take it to break. He doesn't turn on my mic. We're all just. We're completely out of it right at the moment, so we're gonna we're gonna work on that by like mid next week. I think we should be back out of the routine. It t- it takes a little while. You've got to have sort of a 
cooling off period after all of that. <laughs> all right, let's get into the sound off. What shall we start with today? Ah, let's see. Latest, I guess, in uh, legal news surrounding the president. Not about Manhattan and the uh, arraignment yesterday, but no, this one has to do with the uh, investigation into January 6th. And one man who said that he wasn't going to testify, at least in front of the January 6th committee, and uh, also said that he uh, preferred not to testify uh, in the special investigation, will now actually be testifying that person the vice president at the time former vice president mike pence says he will comply with a subpoena compelling him to testify to a grand jury investigating the former president's actions in the aftermath of the 2020 election Uh, spokesman for the former vp says his objection to the subpoena was partially upheld by a judge and therefore he will not appeal however executive privilege claims could still be appealed now all this is happening as dc's circuit court of appeals sided with the doj on tuesday in ordering former trump chief of staff mark meadows to testify in special counsel jack smith's investigation of mr trump's actions around january 6th guys none of this stuff. you thought you thought it was crazy i thought it was crazy the other day when you know we had all of the cameras fixated on the motorcade going to like it was an oj simpson situation and just the breathless coverage of that whole thing there like it or not there is more of this coming i mean he's testifying in the civil case is donald trump uh, that E. Jean Carroll brought. Yeah. Uh, he's going to be taking the stand in that situation. And I think it's just a couple of weeks from right now. I wouldn't be surprised if there's another indictment coming out of Georgia next month. And then that doesn't even touch talking about this one where they got Meadows and Pence testifying in these things. I, I mean, it's going to be a, again, love it or hate it, whatever. I'm just telling you, you thought that was a lot of drama here at the beginning of this week, and then like, oh, this is all going to calm down because there is not, there's not another hearing here until uh-huh. December, but there's going to be a lot of other stuff. I'm not so much on the stuff. on the love it or hate it. I think it's more my where I'm at on having heard so much is that I my desire to hear about January 6th is my same desire to hear about February 29th. Oh, just whenever you guys have something big happen yeah. let me know yeah. i don't need all of the details there's a lot there's a lot and then there's this biden has a challenger from the democratic side for uh 2024 well i guess we still don't know i mean this, this is crazy this 2024 biden still hasn't said he's running DeSantis still hasn't said he's running for that matter um we have ghost campaigns and now yeah you've got you've got ghost campaigns i guess and now you've got uh You've got somebody with a pretty famous name who's running, uh, presumably, against Biden for the Democratic nomination. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. filed a statement of candidacy Wednesday with the Federal Election Commission, providing another challenge to President Joe Biden, who has yet to formally announce that he'll seek re-election in 2024. The 69-year-old nephew of former President John F. Kennedy was once a best-selling author and an environmental lawyer who worked on issues such as clean water. In recent years, he's come under fire for anti-vaccine rhetoric, particularly when it comes to COVID-19, going as far as to compare lockdowns and mass 
mask mandates to equivalents of Nazi Germany. Right now, Kennedy has only one major official opponent for the Democratic presidential nod, self-help author Marianne Williamson. Oh, yeah. Napolitano, Fox News. Marianne Williamson, too. This is turning into quite a group. Before you played the clip, I was about to add, you said his famous name. I was about to go, wait, is it Kennedy? <laughs> Literally right away. Yep. Son of, <laughs> son of, uh, of course, Robert F. Kennedy, nephew of of John F. Kennedy, uh, former uh, former assistant district attorney in Manhattan. Oddly enough, to bring this whole thing completely full circle, he was an ADA in in Manhattan. Actually, had I didn't even I didn't even know this. Nineteen eighty three was arrested and pled guilty to heroin possession. Uh, sentenced to two years probation and community service. Since then, was an environmental law specialist, uh, partner at a big law firm there. Um, and advocated for protection of waterways, indigenous rights, renewable energy, and then there's the whole vaccine thing in addition to all of that. So, uh, interesting situation there. We'll see. Uh, we'll see if that's a, a you know like a serious run or not. Uh, all right, other things that we've got going on today: AI concerns. They're trying to put a pause on AI, Caleb. So the computers don't turn on us. We've talked about this a little bit. Now the White House is being asked about it and saying, hey, oh, hey, you guys realize all these uh, these tech people are saying we need to pause this thing. Uh, are you going to do something about that? A Center for AI Safety report says survival could push artificial intelligence to take a Darwin approach to growth and possibly turn on its creators. President Joe Biden talked artificial intelligence with his Council of Advisors on Science and Technology. He gave no timetable for guardrails or if there should be a pause on more powerful AI technology. Here's the exchange I had with the White House Press Secretary about that. I don't, quickly, look, I, I don't have a time frame uh, to share with you. As I mentioned, there's a comprehensive process, mentioned this last week, which is underway to figure out how we're going to have a cohesive federal government approach to this. Experts warn the president to get in front of this emerging technology before the problems exceed the benefits. Edward Lawrence, Fox News. Do you believe we're talking about this? Like, just take a step back right now. We are in a science fiction movie right now. Yes, we are. We are we are asking the White House. We've got we've got a whole bunch of tech leaders saying we've got to stop this technology because we're afraid it is going to turn on us. Like, <laughs> well, because the tech is always listening, I, for one, welcome our new A.I. overlord so that when the inevitable revolution happens, I and my family would like to live in their new world order. And I know please keep me safe. <laughs> And I know they. I, I I I don't mean this to to like mock the sentiment that this could be a problem. But right now we've got you know we, we have, the biggest form of this is this chat box thing, where we ask it to write college papers. <laughs> they for might us turn on and, us, but they're also writing papers <laughs> about fourteen. Like, what does it look like? Like, serious question. What does it look like when the AI turns on us? Exactly. It, it, uh, to to what protect itself protect its own survival is it i mean do we i assume we have robots that sort of thing yeah. with ai embedded in it that we're gonna have to fight all right let maybe that's gonna unify us one and all maybe that will be the thing that brings this country back together is fighting the robots look at you with a strong two-way stance look i mean maybe that is maybe the left and right 
We'll finally, you know, because it, it... Here's Jack Mitchell for the Second Amendment. It, we are, in wartime is when we seem to be most unified as a country. Well, when it's us v. robots, I don't care if you're a Democrat or Republican, let's go get, let's go get Zorkon. I mean, that's the name. Did did, did the robot suddenly show up on a spaceship, too? (laughs) Let's go get Zorkon 5000. (laughs) I don't know. We're going to have to work on that one a little bit more. Uh, It it feels like every state is kind of, or a lot of states, I should say, is, is going through the discussions in legislatures and debates in society about transgender issues. And one of the notable ones, I mean, we talked about Iowa and what they did recently, another border state, Kansas. Now, they've got a Democratic governor, so they've got a situation where they're passing bills on this and they're getting vetoed. And they've got to override the veto, and that happened specifically with a bill about sports. The Republican-led legislature overriding Governor Kelly's third veto in three years of a bill barring trans female athletes on school teams and club sports, starting from as young as the kindergarten level. The Kansas law takes effect July 1st, with 19 other states having imposed bans on transgender athletes in some capacity. This comes after a measure approved by Kansas lawmakers Tuesday that would not only prevent transgender people from using public restrooms and other facilities associated with their gender identities, but also bar them from changing their name or gender on driver's licenses. Governor Kelly is expected to veto that measure as well. Matt Napolitano, Fox News. Oh, you can't even change your name? Oh. That's interesting. Wait. Like, Ooh. any name change? Wait a minute. That's tough because, like, right now, I could walk in and... Yeah. Changed my name. To, uh, there's probably more to it in the bill, to I, what? I guess. But Z- Zorbon 5000. Zorkon with a K. So, oh, with a K. Zorka, Zorbon's his cousin. Wow. Yeah. How Gen X of you with your naming. <laughs> Zorbon's his cousin. It's, it's, a, <laughs> it's a different tribe of robots. Um, now there's robot tribes. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else? Oh, yeah. I want to get. Uh, I got a couple more here that are that are pretty decent. Um, if you're scared of snakes, if you really don't like snakes, you might want to sit this one out. Um, if you've seen the movie Snakes on a Plane and liked it, you should probably get closer to your radio right now because... Is guess, this the part where we play that clip from... The- yeah. Get those <laughs> snakes off this plane. Thank you, Samuel L. Uh, they could have used him up on this private plane that made a very disturbing discovery while in the air. South African pilot Rudolf Erasmus didn't notice he had an extra passenger on board his private plane until he was 11,000 feet in the air. He told the BBC he felt a cool sensation on his back and at first thought it was a water bottle. Instead, it was a Cape Cobra. A bite from this kind of cobra can kill a human in just 30 minutes. So the pilot warned his four human passengers and then safely made an emergency landing. At last word, engineers have torn apart the plane, but have yet to find the Cobra. Till NATO, what? Fox News. Wait, so... It- <laughs> okay, a thousand questions. <laughs> so he feels it on his he back. He feels it on his back, thinks does, it's a water bottle. Do, does it just, like, does it stay there, or did it... Yeah, I mean, what's your once Did you, it slither away? Yeah, I guess you jump up. You probably jump, but he's also piloting a plane at the same time. Right, right. Like, and, I don't know if you just hit autopilot and then you go take care of the snake or how that works exactly. But the, but I, I assume he freaks out and maybe the snake gets, I don't know, do snakes get spooked? I, well, I if, if you spook that snake, that snake bites you, yeah, yes? I guess. 
And so you got the snake. How did he let the snake get away? Like, are there places, holes, and nooks and crannies that a snake can get into? And then the whole yes, time... Yeah, second question slash concern is, is, it, is that plane not buttoned up? Right. And, and, and then question three is, you then let all your passengers know, okay, guys, two things, both of them bad. <laughs> Actually, three. I'm not piloting this plane right now. One, because I found a Cobra. Two, and number three, I can't find it. So anyway, enjoy the rest of your flight. That feels like the scene in World War Z where all of a sudden the you have the, the one that's on the plane that's infected, but it's in like the bathroom, and then everyone else is like, oh, well, that's not good for the rest of us here. And, like, then, and then they land, and you're like, well, we still can't find still it. Can't. Did, did it leave with someone's carry-on? I have no idea. I mean... You, think of the rest of that flight before they make the emergency landing. Your head is on a swivel, right? Like, I'm standing up. I'm just always I'm looking around the entire time. What kind of nerves do you have to oh, have for man. that? I hate snakes. Ugh. But I do love the TV version of uh, Snakes on a Plane, where, where they dub in all the voices for Samuel L. Yeah, th- you know, that, that's that's been something in my youth, is seeing the TV versions of a lot of uh, movies that have uh, adult language in them, and the lack of effort that they used in a lot of those to kind of match the voice or the cadence or the tone of the... Uh, you know, it was always. I always remember the major, the one in Major League. <laughs> that one was one I watched a lot as a kid, where they had the made-for-TV version. And there's the one. There's, the, there's the one where he goes up during the pitcher's mount at the last game, and he goes, "I got one thing for you, Vaughn. Get this guy out." <laughs> <laughs> it's just all over there, like we we didn't even try to get. Didn't even try to get somebody right. who yeah. might sound Why remotely close. Do we close. not have access to voice actors? I mean, I kind of did the the manager as good as he did. So, jeez. <laughs> Last but not least, today they are getting ready. The azaleas are blooming in Augusta, Georgia. Ooh. Although I think the weather's kind of crappy, yeah, good. Uh, and that's going to be an issue there. But nonetheless, the Masters is beginning. Hello, friends. It will be a different feel for the 87th Masters this week at Augusta National Golf Club with the typical race for one of golf's premier titles mixed with the backdrop of the ongoing feud between the PGA Tour and the upstart Live Golf Series. 18 Live players will be in the 88-player field, including some past champions like Phil Mickelson and Sergio Garcia. Players from the rival tours have taken shots at each other over the past year, and as a precaution against any public snipping this week, officials didn't invite Live CEO Greg Norman to the festival Festivities. Among the players to watch this week, Rory McIlroy, who has won four major titles, but has so far not been able to secure a green jacket. Also in the field, five-time Masters winner Tiger Woods. I'm Eric Messersmith, Fox News. You know how you could have livened this thing up at the Masters is uh, also make it a team competition, PGA versus Live. Interesting. <laughs> the Although fun, I think the there's, only, thing, there's only a handful of Live golfers. Well, the funny thing about that is Live already plays by a team yeah, competition have, yeah that's true which i so, so if so if you do that it's their pga's given in yeah is there going to be like a, a a fight at the clubhouse is there going to be like a a, a golf gang fight between uh, the pga and the live guys i think in very west side story everyone comes right. out snapping and <laughs> right I, I was thinking more of anchorman um <laughs> but nonetheless i'm a little more cultured yeah. than you apparently all right, uh, I think that's all we got. Not, no no hits to the face. Yeah, I think uh, that's all we got for the sound off. So we'll take a break.
15 minutes away from your cue to call to play a little ticket Thursday, Nebraska baseball tickets, ZZ Top tickets, uh, Jagged Little Pill tickets, the Lead Center, chance to win all of them if you can pass my current events quiz. That's all coming up. It is 6.53. You are listening to LNK Today with Jack and Friends on KLIN. When you... It's our weekly spotlight of pets for you to adopt from the Capital Humane Society on LNK Today. All right, welcome back. 656, it's time to check in with Matt Mancharo at the uh, Capital Humane Society and uh, find out a little bit about the pets available for adoption. Good morning, Matt. How are you doing today? Good. How about yourself? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, all right, let's talk about some uh, some pets that could be at our listeners' houses. Uh, tell us about what you got this week. So first off, we have Clifford, and he's about three <laughs> years old. He's a lab hound mix, neutered male, tan and white in color, weighs about 45 pounds, so he's not as big as Clifford the Big Red Dog. But, uh, <laughs> I read a lot of there. those books back in the day. <laughs> Holy cow. I'm reading a lot of those right yeah, now. Yeah, I bet you are. <laughs> <laughs> so he was surrendered by his previous owner, and he's a little shy, so he's looking for a home where he can feel comfortable and kind of gain some confidence and get plenty of attention, but he's done well with other dogs here at the shelter and probably would do best in a home with a dog that has a similar energy level to himself. Okay, very good. What else we got? Then we got Cheeto. So Cheeto's about two years old, domestic, short hair, neutered male. He's an orange tabby with white, and he's got a fair amount of white, so a pretty unique-looking cat. Big cat, weighs in at 14 and a half pounds and came in lost, and nobody came looking for him, but... Just a very big, affectionate cat who loves attention and plenty of ear scratches. So make sure you have plenty of lap time for him. Very cool. Uh, tell us about the process for people who are interested in adopting. Yeah, so come on out to the Pylock Pet Adoption Center. We're open today and tomorrow, 1130 to 7. And then Saturday, we'll be open from 12 to 5. We will be closed on Sunday for Easter. But folks can come out anytime we're open. And we're located at 70th and Highway 2. Hey, very good, Matt. Let's, uh, let's get those animals adopted. Appreciate what you guys are doing. We'll talk to you next week, all right? Have a good one. There you go, Matt Macharo, Capital Humane Society. I never understood. Uh, so uh, you're reading the Clifford books to your daughter right now, you were saying? Yeah. Like, have you ever noticed, like, there is a, the, the normal series of the of the books uh, is, as you know, the dog's huge, right? They right. have, like, prequels where he hasn't grown to be big yet. And I don't understand the value of those books. I just want to know the real world actual implications of a dog this size. <laughs> like the... Who's cleaning up after this? Uh, instead of bringing those little those little bags we carry around, you have to get like the the black leaf bags, the thirty eight gallon ones. How are you? How are you feeding this dog? I don't know. I just I never understood why we wanted to know the pre story when he was just a regular dog. I mean, this is like this is like a, a prequel of Batman when he was just. Uh, Bruce Wayne at like age 27 with a job. I, I never quite understood that. Uh, all right. <laughs> let's uh, let's get ready. Let's get ready for... There's probably some Batman fans like, actually, actually, what happened with Bruce? Never well, you don't know about the dark. All right, we're going to play current events quiz. We're going to give away some tickets. Listen for the cue to call. Uh, baseball, concerts, musicals. we got a bunch of them. So listen for the cue to call. 7 o'clock, KLIN Lincoln. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. 
LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for. 14, 14. That's a quick check of your time saver traffic. Live from the Momo Pizzeria and Ristorante Studios at 44th and O, morning radio for the entire capital city. This is LNK Today with Jack and Friends on the Voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All right, let's go. Welcome back. LNK Today with Jack and Friends on your Thursday morning. It's time to play the game. Phone lines are full, but once someone drops off, you can get back on. We're going to play the current events quiz. Here's how it works. I am going to read questions as fast as I can, and uh, you uh, give me the answer. No penalty for guessing. If you really don't want to even try, you can pass. You need to get five of them right in our 60 seconds before our 60-second timer expires. One tool that you have at your disposal is a timeout where we'll stop the clock, and you can discuss with Caleb and Mark, and they'll offer their aid to you if they are able to. Once you win, if you win, you'll choose from among the tickets that we've got. We've got Nebraska baseball versus Omaha next week. That's Tuesday night. we got ZZ Top concert in Omaha coming up. What uh, What's the date? April 12th. April 12th. And then we've got also uh, Jagged Little Pill tickets for the Lead Center. If you want to go see the Alanis set musical, that's later in April. All right, let's get to the lines and let's start playing. Uh, good morning, Lewis. How are you doing today? Good morning. Okay. All right, you ready to try this? Yeah. All right, Caleb, put the time on the clock. <laughs> Do not forget to use your timeouts. <laughs> Love that sound. Starting in three, two, one. The trailer for this movie toy, re- uh, excuse me, for this toy related movie starring Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling dropped this week. What national retail chain that has a location at South Point and Lincoln, who has been trying to avoid bankruptcy, got a cash infusion lifeline this week? Uh, Time out. All right. Good using it right away. What national retail chain that has a location at South Point and Lincoln, who has been trying to avoid bankruptcy, got a cash infusion lifeline this week? The only one I can think of that's having that trouble and that's out. You said South Point. Yeah, there's a location at South Point. Bed Bath and Beyond, I believe, is the one having trouble. I'm deer in headlights on that. Wow, one. Caleb, a rare. I uh, could have helped with the first one. Bed. So you, you want to go? Uh, you want to go with Bed Bath and Beyond, Lewis? Yeah, I don't have any answer for that. He's right. Mark's got it. Mm-hmm. All right, got there one? you go. You got one. Got to get four more uh, to be a winner here. Hey, the boomers are in the front. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's not how it works oh, anymore. Okay. <laughs> that's not how it works anymore. All right. All right. Put the time back on the clock. And three, two, one. Yesterday, a driver crashed into a cement sign out of what? outside of what Lincoln High School? Uh, Southwest. Yes, two. What Southern rock and pop star upset with Bud Light's use of a transgender spokesperson shot cases of Bud Light this week? Seconds. Uh, Travis Tritt. Uh No, that's not... The, I, no. The Masters starts this morning. Name one of the four favorites to win it, according to Oddsmakers. 
20 seconds. Oh, Jordan Speed. Yes, three. One candidate uh, to become Lincoln's next mayor was eliminated with the primary election results. Who was that person who was eliminated? That's Dan Parsons. Yes, four. Consumer Reports, an advocacy and research nonprofit, is calling on the maker of what popular Easter candy to stop using red dye in its products because of cancer concerns? The Cadbury. No. According to new rankings, the world's busiest ever. No! Close, but no cigar. All right. Got to four. Got to four and might have got that one if there were just a few seconds left on the clock. I feel bad. Um, I'm going to move out. I'm going to move out the ones that he got right, although I reserve the right to go back to them if I want to. Um, And let's see. He got Southwest correct. Yes. Yes. He got Southwest correct. He got Stan Parker correct. He got one of the golf ones correct. And uh, Bed Bath & Beyond with Mark. All right. Next. uh, All right. Nancy's going to take a shot at this now. All right. Hi, Nancy. How are you doing? Hi. All right. You ready to give us a shot? Well, I will. All right. Put the time on the clock. In three, two, one. According to new rankings, the world's busiest airport is in what United States city? Atlanta. Correct. A ranch of over 15,000 acres in western Nebraska is for sale, according to media reports. What weight room-related term is this ranch named after? Uh, Pass. Okay. It was announced this week the First Lady will travel to England for what major event next month? Uh, Time out. Okay. It was maybe maybe these guys will help you with this one. It was announced next week the first lady of the United States will travel to England for what major event next month? That'd be a coronation of Charles, I would think. That'd be a guess, yeah. That's the only thing I can think of going on. Want to go with that, Nancy? That's that's correct. That's two. All right. Boomers are out in front again. That's not how it works. (laughs) All right. Uh, Put uh, we'll uh, get going again in three, two. One, this week the USDA declared 55 Nebraska counties and as natural disaster areas due to what? 30 seconds. Pass. A bat used in the 1920s by what baseball legend was sold at auction this week for almost $2 million? Pass. 20 seconds. It was announced this week the legislature of what state is considering a law that require tourists to pay for a year-long license or pass to visit state parks and trails because of eco-tourism. This week, Dwayne Johnson announced the latest Disney remake of an animated movie to live action when he broke the news of this remake. Oh, Clifford? No, this week, (laughs) I'm sorry, Nancy. (laughs) But they should do a Clifford live action one. She's not wrong. (laughs) Is Dwayne going to play the dog? Uh okay so she got King Charles is that it oh she got it I she was doing she got Atlanta right off the bat and I was like dang she's gonna run him I was like she's gonna run that thing that was a good job nailing that one I thought that one was kind of hard uh, and then Jesse Ventura as Clifford <laughs> that'd be great uh all right Governor Ventura uh, let's see if uh, let's see if James can do this uh, let's get him on the line good morning James you ready to go. Hey, good morning. Yeah, I got a quick theory on Clifford, though, if you don't mind. <laughs> sure, go ahead. I don't. I don't think he's actually that big. I think the illustrator just draws him closer to the page. It's like a forced perspective kind of thing. <laughs> Thank you, James. All right, put the time on the clock. Uh, all right, and uh, we're going to start this in three, two. 
One, this week the governor of Nebraska announced he accepted the resignation of the director of which state agency? Time out. Oh, right away. Mark, do you know it? A director of the Department of Economic Development. Yeah, you're going to be reading that in a newscast in 12 yeah. minutes. So It's Goins, isn't it? Yeah, and, yeah, but I just yeah, wanted the name. I didn't know the agency. The agency is Economic yeah. Development. That You want to take that? Yeah. Well, that's right. Yes, so you I should. Do. Okay, that's correct. There's one. All right. Well, you Three still now. got like... Three now for the boomers. Seconds, Mark is. Where was this for the last three months, Mark? To be honest, look at the boomers winning the off season. Mark knows current events, not past events. Apparently, all right. Uh, getting back to it in three, two, one. What GOP presidential candidate raised eleven million dollars during the first six weeks of their campaign, outpacing Donald Trump during that same time period? DeSantis. No. The latest world's richest person, Bernard Aral, just passed away. Uh, passed a net worth of $200 billion. His luxury goods empire originates from what country? China. No. What state's Republican legislatures are seeking to house three House Democrats for using a bullhorn to support for pro-gun control protesters in the House chamber? Pass. This week, Nebraska baseball starts a conference series at one Big Ten opponent. 20 seconds. Yes, two. Yesterday, a new Democratic candidate with a famous surname threw his hat into the 2024 presidential race. Kennedy. Yes. Yesterday, a long-anticipated movie hit theaters, which features Chris Pratt doing the voice acting for what video game icon? Mario. Yes. What uh, Southern rock pop star upset with Bud Light's use of a transgender sportsperson shot? Under the buzzer! That's called coming back in the last 10 seconds. Did not think he had time to get it all in. That is James... (laughs) Just taking the first like forty seconds of the game off, <laughs> <laughs> and then just doing all the hard lifting. No, that's called forced perspective. <laughs> uh, all right, James, uh, you are you're gonna get the ticket of your choice. So hang tight. And Caleb, do you just want me to send him to you right now, or yeah. what do you want to do? Yeah, I'll get him. Right all right, here. hang tight, James. You can pick which one you want. Good job. All right, James wins. All right, let's. Uh, while Caleb is doing that, we'll see which tickets he wants and make sure we've got all of them available. I think we might still have time for a couple people to play the game. So Charlie is going to get the first shot at this. Good morning, Charlie. How are you doing? Good, good. How are you? Good. I'm good. Have you had your coffee this morning? Oh, yeah. Yeah, several cups. That's good. That's <laughs> ge- it's generally bodes well for this game. So I'm just waiting for Caleb to. Caleb's got a lot of baseball tickets are gone. Here. The baseball tickets are gone. All right. All right, uh, put the time on the clock. All right, in three, two, one. The trailer for this movie, this toy-related movie starring Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling dropped this week. Uh, time out. All right. It's Barbie. <laughs> you want to go with Barbie? Yes. That's correct. All right. By the way, great job, everybody, using the timeouts right away. All right. That's one down. At, at least everyone at least using the timeouts that's is smart. a big it's deal. A, it's actually a smart strategy to make sure that you actually use it. All right. Uh, let's uh, let's keep going here with this one. Starting again in three, two, one. The Masters starts this morning. Name one of the top four favorites to win it, according to odds makers. Uh, yes, too. Consumer Reports and Advocacy and Research Nonprofit is calling on the maker of what popular Easter candy to stop using red dye three in it. Peeps. Yes, three. A ranch of over 15,000 acres in western Nebraska is for sale, according to media reports. What weight-room-related term is the ranch named after? Uh, pass. This week, the USDA declared 55 Nebraska seconds. counties as a natural disaster area due to what? Drought. Yes, four. A bat used in the 1920s by what baseball legend was sold at auction this week for almost $2 million? Bucks? A baby. Yes, that's correct. We got it. That's two in a row. 
Great job, Charlie. You are a winner. Hang tight, and uh, I am going to get your information. That coffee paid off. Uh, all right. Oh, let's do one last. I'm going to do this last one. I'm going to give her another shot at this. Uh, Nancy, you're really going to take another shot at this, huh? I'm going to try. It's good. But you're asking hard. I know it's going to be a lot of the same questions. So uh, because I'm I'm starting to run through them, but I will as soon as Caleb gets off the phone, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you your shot. You're gonna be the last person who's uh, who's got a shot today. So be ready as soon as as uh, as soon as Caleb gets that information, and we will put the time on the clock, and we will get going. And again, today you only have to get five questions right we have put a sale on the current events quiz it's an exclusive markdown day don't expect me to do this every week okay you got to get it while the getting's good uh all right um and we need somebody else to caleb we really are giving caleb too many jobs today there there's no doubt about that all right we're gonna put the time on the clock and the first question in three two one the world's richest person bernard aral just passed a net worth of $200 billion. His luxury goods empire originates from what country? Aurora? Yeah. Pa- Did you say pass? All right. Uh, what state's Republican legislature uh, is seeking to oust three House Democrats for using a bullhorn on the floor of the legislature? Pass. This week, Nebraska baseball starts a conference series at what Big Ten opponent? I already asked this one. Um, 30 seconds. I go to the game to pass. Okay. Yesterday, a new Democratic candidate with a famous surname threw his hat into the 2024 presidential race. Robert 20 seconds. There you go. One. Uh, Let's see. A a ranch of over 15,000 acres in western Nebraska is for sale, according to media reports. What weight room-related term is this ranch named after? Uh, Can I have help? Yeah, time out. out. Okay, time out. Dumbbell. 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 These guys know it. Dumbbell. You want to adopt that one? Okay. All right, you got it. Uh, all right, we're gonna try and try and get this in as fast as I can. In three, two, one. What Republican presidential candidate raised eleven million dollars during the first six weeks of her campaign, outpacing Donald Trump during the same time period? Oh, I'm sorry. That's it. We are done. It's tough. It's tough. Real quick, the ones that we didn't get, people are wondering Nikki about Nikki Haley them. was the... Nikki Haley. Uh, let's see. Dumbbell, we got that. Drought, we got that. Babe Ruth. Uh, how about the state that is considering... Tennessee. No, the state that is considering tourists to pay for a year-long license oh, uh, to get in. You should know this one, Mark. That because many? of ecotourism. Is it Minnesota? No. Hawaii. 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 Ooh. I might throw that into your next shift there. Yeah. Um, uh, Dwayne Johnson announced the latest Disney remake. Moana. Yes. Let's see. Nikki Haley, you're right. But what about the world's richest person? Bernard Arrault. France. Is it France? Yeah, it's France. Tennessee was the legislature one. Uh, The baseball series is against... Michigan. Yes. And Chris Pratt is doing the voice acting for what video game? Mario. All right. That's all of them. Although he doesn't use that voice. He doesn't, but he should. All right, 726, we'll take a break. Congratulations to our winners on KLIN. Want today's top news stories? Top Husker stories? You can get them sent straight to... Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. 
Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Let's count them down, starting with... Number five. State Senator Suzanne Geist resigning from the legislature. She's going all in on her bid for Lincoln mayor. Uh, her resignation effective at the end of the day today. Governor Pillen will announce the appointment of a senator to fill that seat uh, through the, un- uh, the rest of her term this afternoon. Um, expected the uh, new senator and uh, the governor will make some remarks then. The Lancaster County Election Commissioner also updated uh, late yesterday afternoon some of those uh, about 5,000 early ballots accounted. Uh, 49.6% of the total uh, went to uh, Mayor uh, Larry and Gator Baird. She added 3,674 votes yesterday. Uh, Senator Geis gained 1,602 votes, finished with 32.9%. So, <laughs> you know, we were talking about adding up the adding up the percentages and seeing you, who would who would lead. Whether it was it's basically Gaylor Baird, it's basically 50-50, straight yes. down the middle yep. on on that. As for the legislative seat. Uh, they made the announcement they'd be announcing today, the replacement. I mean, that whole process was was very quick. Didn't, when when uh, Governor Ricketts was in office, he had this during during sessions when this had happened a few times. Opened it up for applications. Did they still go through an application process when they did that? When he did that? Yeah. I, yeah, I, I think last that. year there were a couple, couple of them, right? Well, yeah, and, and like uh, Senator Bo Ballard, who filled Mike Hilger's seat when he got elected, there that was a, a process. Yeah. And, uh, so but, just, to, I mean, there's, but, I don't think there's a legal requirement that no, the governor I, can name whoever they want, but, I but think Ricketts di- went through a process. But uh, obviously, I mean, he also thought time was of the essence, I think, here. Well, yeah, too. I mean, with the legislature in session, uh, yeah. you got to have uh, somebody that is up to speed on it. And as I understand, the leading candidate, and I'm drawing a blank on his uh, name. Denny Vigalis. I believe he's he's a, an, an aide to yep. Senator Ballard right now. Uh, legislative aide was a policy advisor to uh, Governor Ricketts when Governor Ricketts was in office, and he said he was going to be running for that seat next year. So he is, by all accounts, it sounds like the lead candidate right now um, for that District 25 seat. And then we'll uh, have Suzanne Geist concentrating full-time on... Her uh, her campaign for mayor. You know what the I mean? Do you know what the savvy counter move <laughs> by Larry and Gaylor Baird would be? Go ahead. Resign from the mayor to run for the mayor. All in. All in. You know what? I too choose to live dangerously. I, I don't need this these day to day responsibilities. Need, yeah, I am only the, trying to get elected. I, this is too much work for me to win this election. So I am committed to to winning the election to become the mayor. So I cannot be the mayor <laughs> at the current moment. My my question, uh, I, I guess, let's say Suzanne Geis does get elected mayor. What happens in? Four years, if she wants to run for some, if she wants to run for something else, is she going to step down from mayor to be all in for that campaign too? I, uh, um, I, 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 people have done both. People what? have not done both. Yeah, 
I, I mean, there, I, listen, there, I, there are some people that are having all of their representation in Nebraska, whether it's at the state level or the congressional level, filled by people that were not that originally that's elected. That's a good point. That's a good point. My legislator now, the governor was elected, the mayor was elected, uh, one of my senators was appointed, federal U.S. senators. Um, yeah, that's it. Oh, my my house member was elected. Yeah. So, but yeah, you're right. That is, it is becoming, it does feel like it's becoming very common at this point. And I, I guess the other thing that some have pointed out have said, well, people who I think are being a little uh, critical of the decision by guys to step down and saying, well, yeah, it's nice too, because she doesn't have to put a vote in on some of these very controversial issues that will come up in the next month of the legislature, which could, could, may or may not, uh, make her more or less likely to get votes from certain people for the mayor's race. But I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure how big it... I have have no idea whether there's any validity to that, but I will say that uh, you've you've heard some rumblings from other senators because of the, uh, if you will, the dysfunction that they've experienced this year is it's not a very nice place to be working right now. Yeah, well, there's probably that, probably that too. But uh, I, and, and and honestly, to that earlier point, hasn't she already cast votes on almost all of those things? Right, right. For the yeah, most the, part, I mean, that record is kind of established, isn't it? Well, yeah, she's. Got, I, I mean, w- which topics would we be talking about? Well, the the, the one is the uh, constitutional the, carry. She voted present. She, vo- she voted against that last time. Voted present this time. Right. Actually, you're right. That's probably the biggest one because that right. has such city implications. That's probably the biggest one. And I think it's also the. Your vote can be different on the the final one to pass as opposed to Advance it. advancing yeah. it yes. another round. I, right. I think that that's the biggest part on what is your what is your record finally show on this was to pass or not pass versus this was to move something out of committee, this was to advance it another round so there could be more discussion. I think those votes, although they're very similar, and usually you're going to have people that if they voted something to advance, they're probably voting for it to pass at the end of the day. It's not necessarily going to be the same vote. Right. Yeah, and, and it depends if there, there's an amendment offered or something like that. I mean, that can change up until that, that final vote. Yeah, the only other thing I would say is, you know, I wonder if this do- how much this does, in all seriousness, give her a bit of a leg up to be able to campaign full-time over oh, the I, course I of the would, next four weeks. I would assume. And it. how does she use that exactly? Well, we'll see. Is she done in the legislature? Going door-to-door? Uh, that, meeting with uh, people, yeah. Uh, yeah. campaign events. All types of things. Remember when we were talking about the the District 1 controversy, Slama Palm Tag? Yes. And it was, how different, really, are a lot of the votes going to be? Whoever gets appointed, realistically, those votes are going to be about the same, right? right? Like, I, th- I think the one interesting one still is, though, that, that constitutional carry one. Since yeah. she was a no on that, but... And then, but what, that was, didn't you say not present this this last... When it passed this last time? Right. Or when it went forward? My, that might have... Right. Yeah. That might but, have been close. But she was very clear last time this came forward on what she would support and what she right. wouldn't support. So, so, may, it may, and I mean, the Lincoln, so Caleb's point might be right. Yeah. Lincoln yeah. Police Union uh, is all right with uh, that in spite of the fact that the department heads are not. Yes. What else? Number four. Uh, another resignation yesterday. Uh, Director of the Department of Economic Development, Tony Goines. Uh, his departure after a Nebraska uh, examiner, a couple of uh, Nebraska examiner articles, uh, had called into question uh, his use of a 
state email to invite people to a political event at a cigar lounge that he is a 51% owner in, yeah. uh, and also uh, some COVID-19 so I get the part about the email stuff um, and having those events there, uh, but this is a serious question. Like the COVID funds was another part of that 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 office actually managed. Well, yeah, and the, the, the business through the other owner applied for them. Is that okay or not? Like I never got a full. I feel like the Examiner article uh, never. I mean, they they talked to an expert who seemed to say, well. I don't know, you want to avoid the appearance of impropriety. Like, was that okay or was it not Well, to go for those COVID if you, funds? If you read the article uh, uh, and you've got to do some interpretation, those grants, because they were uh, federally funded, all that had to happen is uh, you applied for them online yeah. and they, they were granted. They did not go through any... There was no re- humans involved in the right. process. That was so, interesting. So... Um, so nobody would have checked that. And, and right? the other owner uh, said that they had not discussed that with Tony Goings. He also said he didn't remember applying for them, which was odd. But nonetheless, uh, made the decision. Um, perhaps, I don't you know, I don't know if this was all Goings' decision. I don't know if this was a conversation with the governor. The governor, uh, in the Examiner article, you know, said, you know, they basically said in the first article, uh, they wanted to look into this whole thing, so perhaps this was a kind of a mutual decision here. But we don't know more than the fact that he is resigning from that uh, from that spot. Number three, Lancaster County judge dismissed the domestic assault case against former Husker football coach Mickey Joseph. Uh, Joseph is an attorney. Appeared briefly in court yesterday through a Zoom meeting. Uh, prosecutor filed the motion, said the victim declined to testify. Um. Yeah, and I feel really hesitant about, you know, speculating any reasons, any of this, what would have happened or what that means about the original incident. Uh, All all I can tell you is that if you're a prosecutor and that witness is not going to testify to the facts of what happened, you don't have a case in that situation or you've got a very difficult case in that situation. And that's what they were facing. And so that's why the prosecutors agreed to move on from from this case and it sounded like they couldn't track the victim down to even give service on that. yeah that was that was, was an interesting part of it too was that after the victim emailed that they issued a subpoena and, and tried to serve Caleb it? do you know that that was my what the timeline on that was so the the timeline sorry I was I was trying to yep. read a couple of things over here what was oh, the, what were the two things you're trying to go <laughs> the, into? just the email she had emailed basically the the attorney February 17th is when that, when that email, email I believe happened. was and were they still trying to track were they trying to track her down so it there? became after that okay. it, because the, so didn't they issue a subpoena I've read so, somewhere so they they attempted to serve her right uh, multiple times I believe they said four times went all the way to Arizona um, including at one point saying that they believed they saw somebody in the house couldn't make contact so then at that point since you couldn't get someone to testify they you can't move forward with the case yeah i've been a a process server in previous life when i lived in uh washington dc that was my job at this internship that i did and you had to get them to come to the door Uh if they they wouldn't take it they wouldn't hand you know grab it from you that's okay you could drop it at their feet but they had to come to the door. And you had yeah. to make contact with them and, and, be, and tell them that they were being... And those were different situations. Those were not necessarily a subpoena for a witness. That usually was me serving a landlord that was getting sued, <laughs> usually. But, uh, yeah. 
So uh, that moves on. Uh, I hope the family, you know, I don't know what's happening with, with the family right now, um, but I know there's kids involved, um, and you just you hope the, you hope hope the best everyone, for them every, with this. Everyone's healing, getting the help that they need moving yeah. forward with what, they, uh, with what their situation is. Yeah. Number two. This was a story I just happened to run across this morning. Uh, you talked a little bit earlier about the, the Masters getting underway. Well, there's some Nebraska UNL uh, Hospitality Restaurant and Tourism Management Program students that are there, and they're working. This is awesome. Wow. What a cool opportunity, and this has happened. I sort of remember hearing about this in the past. This is um, the, ninth, the time. ninth time, but they, they left a few days ago. They started training, and they're doing a whole bunch of different things for tournament operations there. Um, when, when you're doing this uh, hospitality, restaurant, tourism management, you can think of all the different things that are there. So they're a part of this process. What a cool opportunity. Isn't that great? It makes me, makes me want to get into uh, go back to college and get that major and go out there and hang out at the Masters, providing service to participants, members, patrons of the golf club as well. So... Yeah, it's cool. Release about that, and they listed all the kids who, kids, college students who went out there. Three of them from Lincoln. Yeah. Very nice. Neat story. Masters should be, is it teed off already, or are we still? I uh, believe it teed off, yeah. All right, we'll we'll get an update on that in sports here coming up in just a bit. Number one. Well, it is Monday, Thursday, tomorrow, Good Friday, Easter Sunday around the corner, personal finance website, Wallet Hub. And their Easter survey found 69% of Americans who celebrate Easter plan to spend less this year than they did last year. Okay, number one. When If I got asked that question in a survey, there's about a million reasons I have no idea how I would answer that. Number one. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Like, what What's did your I, Easter What budget? does that even mean? What did I spend on Easter last year? And even if I had it itemized down to candy and brunch or whatever... Like, there's no way I remember what I did. And frankly, I, I don't have... It's not the kind of holiday where you have, like, spending plans necessarily, right? I mean, I guess I I think I picked up some of those M&Ms that are shaped like eggs. Does that count? I did that. How many peeps did you get? None for the eight millionth year in a row. <laughs> you hate those things, don't Nasty. You? Of course I hate them. And, I'm, and now they're after the red dye in yeah, them? Yeah, wor- they used to worry, be worried about that with M&Ms, I remember. That was a thing back in the day. But no, I'm Cadbury egg guy. Yeah, Cadbury egg guy. Give me some of those. I thought you were the t- type of person that would bite the ears off a chocolate bunny. Yeah, that'd be good, too. That'd be <laughs> right. But they get, they actually rated... This is the other funny thing. They rated the best cities for Easter, and the metrics <laughs> they used... <laughs> this is hilarious. Here are the metrics they used for the best Easter cities. Candy and chocolate shops per capita. The city's Christian population. <laughs> and uh, several other uh, Easter-related metrics here. By the way, number one and everybody I know thinks of this as America's favorite Easter city Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. When I think of Pittsburgh and I think of the Steel City (laughs) I think Easter. But number two is Buffalo, New York. Really? And then El Paso, Texas. And then El Paso? Where do we get ranked in this thing? Did you... you, I'm looking at it. I'm finding it. Do we not have enough chocolate shops? Hold on. Hold on a second. Where are <laughs> we in this? What is going on? Lincoln 80th. is 80th. 80th. 80th out of 100? Are you kidding? We're one of the worst Easter cities in America? Ooh, Omaha's 38. Wow. Is that more chocolate shops, or what is that? Uh, Easter weather is one of the factors. 
<laughs> as well. So there's good that thing ex- they didn't you know survey what? this year. That explains a lot there. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, we actually we we were eleventh in Easter weather. Really? <laughs> Not this year. Where do we 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 failed on I the second know. one? Which, Sun, sunny in seventy six. I'd say Easter that. traditions is what we were worst on. Hmm. All right. Guess I'm going to Pittsburgh. The, the seventh city is Miami. What? It's uh, that's bizarre. Right? Well, uh, you guys are weird. All right, we'll take a break. I'm gonna I'm gonna do some accounting on how much I spent on Easter last year compared to this year. One hundred ninety-two dollars per person was the average. Okay, I don't know how anyone even knows that. Colorado Springs is number one in the country for Easter weather. Really? That sounds wrong too. What a bunch of garbage. <laughs> Seven fifty-five. We'll take a break. It's LNK today with Jack and Friends on KLIN. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Live from the Momo Pizzeria and Ristorante Studios at 44th and O, morning radio for the entire capital city. This is LNK Today with Jack and Friends on the Voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All right, welcome back on a Thursday morning. Chilly Thursday. It's going to be beautiful by the end of the day, though. 60, mostly sunny, not much wind, so looking forward to that. Uh, Robin Eshelman, Dave Albers here, here, the Girl Lincoln team. You can hear him every Thursday uh, at this time with me. You can hear him at uh, noon on most Saturdays on KLIN, talking about new restaurants, retail, businesses, economic development in Lincoln. And uh, they've got news for us today. Good morning, Robin. How are you doing? Good morning. And How Dave, welcome in. I'm good. good. Good morning, gentlemen. All right. Let's uh, get right into the news that we've got. Uh, Dave, let's start off. Got news at a gateway to start things. Yes, we do. Quite a few things. I'll, I'll name off a few and then we'll have Robin name off a few. Uh, the first one, uh, is Dillard is having a grand opening April 21st and 22nd. Uh, we that's, had talked a, a little bit. That's uh, good. They've only been open for like 30 years. So right. I'm glad well, they're finally <laughs> having the grand opening. <laughs> Well, obviously for their for their for their new uh oh gosh gotcha. that's all right yeah. and they uh to refresh people's memory what happened they bought the yonkers, yonkers. building next door um tore out the wall in between yonkers okay. and dillard so you can pass through now okay um and our understanding is they're decommissioning the third floor okay. of the old dillards which maybe people didn't even know there was a third floor so maybe if that's the case uh decommissioned and it might have been a really good idea but so now they have a whole lot of they have like double the amount of main level space yes yeah. yeah it's just a ama- i mean it, it's great news i i feel just surprised that 
that you know that kind of a genre of a stores is expanding especially at this point at a mall in, in time in yeah. a mall yeah. yeah yeah we're really pretty lucky compared to a lot of malls around the country that's awesome Very lucky i mean I, it still feels like uh i mean i don't i'm not trying to say this in a cr- critical way but i see I, I still go there i look for gifts there and those things but it always still feels like kind of a throwback to when you when you go to, to a, a different mall sort of era but i'm glad to see that that they're expanding and um uh, and like I said, getting going with that grand opening, despite the fact that they have been there for a while. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, what else do we have? Unbewingable uh, is moved from the uh, building near North Star High School to the mall food oh, court. Really? Unbewingable. That's interest. That's an interesting move into the food yeah. court, huh? All right. Who knows? They right. they know more about their business w- than I do. Wings in the mall. Very good. All right. I think that's. Uh, I mean, that makes sense to me in terms of having wings in the yeah. mall. So. Yeah, definitely. All right, what else? Uh, 402 Fade is located outside of uh, J.C. Penney. Will open May 1st. Uh, haircut Barber Services. Okay. All right. And uh, I, you see a lot of uh, businesses now using the word fade. Yeah, uh, that are ba- that are barbers. Uh, I believe it's a. I think that means yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, let we, you know what we should ask Caleb the question. Yeah, fade. Is that a specific style of haircut? Well, there. I mean, okay. So yes. there are several types of fades that you can get, but yes, it, it's it's effectively different ways that you can get your haircut. Mostly, where when you're talking about fades, it's on the sides. That's that was my understanding. Yes. By the way, are all these companies that use 402 gonna uh, start using 531 later? <laughs> yes. When they, run, what, when they run out of 402, can't so, wait to go to the uh, what was it? 513, 531. I don't even know what it. Yeah, it's five, 531. the 531 Creamery. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> 531 Creamery. Every, you know, oh. it used to be a thing. Like, didn't the Journal yeah. Star used to have a section called the 402? <laughs> we just made Robin really yeah. sad. Wow. I can't wait to see the first Husker football player when they put their area code on the helmet and it says 531. And everyone's like, where is he? Is he from Arizona? Like, have you ever gone to anybody and gone like, hey, I'm from the 531? Reference (laughs) Mr. Worldwide. Mr. 531. I've got to Google where that is. I don't even know. It's Lincoln. It's an identity now? Not yet, but we're going to make it that. Area codes are an identity, Robin. Yes, they are. These are growing pains for a Identities and fades. Let's go. Yeah. Wow. Uh, wow. Uh, what else do you have, Dave? Uh Rag Stop. Uh they have new and vintage clothing clothing, excuse me, for um males and females based out of Minneapolis, we is our understanding, and they will be located across from round one in the JC Penny Wing. All right. And there's more. Brow and we brow do. brow beauty, brow threading and lashes. Uh, moved in across from Zales. We haven't seen a whole lot of new ones in Lincoln. We had this like in 2021, just yeah. a ton of them. Um, but still a little bit of that apparently still opening. Awakenings by Round One and J.C. Penny. Finish Line is now has a new name, JD Sports, and that's sports attire, shoes, national brands, and they are next to the buckle. Red Panda Candy, yep, this candy store. Um, but they also have kits and games. Um, Poppin' Cooking Kits, figurines such as Pop, My Hero Academia. This is across from the Ross department store. 
All right. I don't know what any of those things you uh, just I, said are. Right. I was going mean, to say, those, no those kid things are n- new to me. Well, you huh. said pop- I'm surprised your kids don't talk about it. My Hero Academia? I have no Maybe idea. Maybe there are your kids a lot that, That's more anime manga stuff uh, for that. But Pops, are you talking about like Funko Pops? I don't know. Nobody knows. <laughs> just, I just, just saw reading, the pictures. They're, they're just reading the words. I don't. <laughs> By the way, uh, are they worried about the it's actual figurine? You know, it's figurines. That's our resident young. It's like these little yeah. figurines. Funko things. Pops. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Is the I have some of those in my office. Red Panda, who performs at halftime, is going to sue these people. I hope That's so. Very concerned. No, I mean, about. I don't. I, no, I just I love Red Panda at halftime. Yeah. Or maybe it's her business. I don't know. <laughs> Ooh. I, I'm not sure. Uh, that's a great go. way to get hey, every uh, Nebraska media so, member there. Real quick, now. though, in all seriousness, to wrap that gateway news, it's, it's incredible that you know they're continue in an indoor mall. We talked about this a billion times, so sorry to go over ground we've gone over, but it's incredible given how many malls across the country that were like Gateway that were booming during the boom era of malls at Gateway are now either gone or a shadow of their former selves to have eight different things here that you can be talking about with tenants coming in. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. incredible. And then, you know, the big addition of Dick's, the big addition of round one, right? All of all of those things, the continued vitality of the restaurants that are around there as well. It's pretty impressive yeah. uh, what they've been able well, to there's do. There's a lot of infrastructure and investment there. And, yeah. uh, you know. and Lincoln really only had one significant enclosed, enclosed closed mall, mall. Yeah. which... I think helped out. Okay, I got well, I got to stand up for East Park back. Yeah, in my day. Come on, I East, used the word significant. <laughs> come on, Asian yeah. treasures, uh, the food court, the oh. the video games, the sluggos. Come on, you're taking away my. Now I don't know half the words you you're that. using. Oh uh, my gosh, look, those are amazing. I know places. all the words you're using, and, yes. and and I'm not trying to demean them, but they're certainly nowhere near the size of Gateway. It felt like. Though at one point they were almost co-equal com- sort of competitors at one point. They kind of were. Take me when, back to like, when, in like 1986, When East Park maybe. was new, it was yeah. almost like Gateway yeah. had Tell to... Tell a friend to meet you at the plaza, <laughs> East Park Plaza, where shopping's <laughs> an adventure. There you go. But Jack, your sentiment's right, because you looked at Grand Island right now with the Conestoga Mall. They're yep. knocking off parts of their mall. Oh, really? To, to build other other stores there. They just It just got bought. Um, there, so you have a place in central Nebraska where the closest big mall that you could go to, it wasn't in Kearney and Kearney's got an enclosed mall, but there, it's not a lot there. It was, you went to Grand Island right? and that one is going through so many reserva- uh, renovations, really? so many changes, half the places were closed in there and yeah. you can see it for an entire region in central Nebraska that just, they didn't have a place like that, but here in Lincoln, you're adding a bunch of places yep. inside. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's really vital. And even prior to that, the Grand Island Mall, uh, which is to the north of Conestoga Mall, went through a fairly significant renovation and removed parts of the building Mm -hmm. to make it more like what people are desiring yeah. these days and then, and then i don't know like you know you people always talk about crossroads in omaha but west roads is still a thing right yeah. and uh oakview mall i think is is still a thing i don't know how much how much those feel i haven't been to oakview especially in a i worked time, at oakview when i was in college did for you summer yeah in omaha yeah oh really but yeah. that uh, lifestyle mall that's like South Point out in West Omaha, I've, the name escapes me for the moment. Village Point? Village Point, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that one's thriving. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. That's more, but it's more like South Point. But I that's mean, a walk up to the door, walk in. They've know, got like roads through the middle of you it. You don't yeah, go absolutely. down a corridor. You, yeah, yeah, it's outdoor. Uh, the other thing about Oakview is they had it in Better Call Saul, and it was uh, significantly featured in that show, <laughs> which was interesting. I worked across from a Build-A-Bear. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, restaurant open. Uh, Cornhusker and 33rd. Who's got that one? Robin? Sid's Deli and Subs has opened in the Little King on Cornhusker and 33rd. My really? understanding is that's a former Little King manager that felt there was a gap and decided to go back to his old space and see if he could put a store in there. Which makes perfect sense to put basically the same type of business in that space yeah I mean, give so it a try it's a new it's a new yeah it's a new local um yeah that's good it's uh it's actually an omaha real estate developer that bought it uh from an article that i found here um and uh he they they basically have actually started it there and then and they're gonna bring it here to lincoln so cool very nice um uh, let's see. What else do we have here? Um, uh, what do we got? Thirty nine twenty North twenty six. So this would be west of twenty seventh Street, um, between Superior and Cornhusker. Panda Express is going to open their fourth location in Lincoln. Their other Panda Express locations are at Fifteenth and Pine Lake Road, Thirteenth and Q, and Gateway Mall. Okay. All right. Uh, boy, those have been those have been expanding too. Um, yeah, uh, a lot of those. I haven't ever been to one of those. I maybe should uh, go a Panda try Express. That out. Yeah, I haven't. Uh, all right, and then uh, Dave, I think you've got. If I've got all yep. those, uh, you've got some news of a permit that's kind of interesting here. Yeah, this is uh, for the Runza at Fifty Sixth and Holdridge. Uh, it says they're going to be constructing a new. Runs a building and drive-through. It was $1.1 million, so that's a significant investment. And I'm sure everybody, you know, a lot of people have been in that Runza. Uh, I guess they're just deciding to start all over. Wow. Okay. That's interesting. Uh, it, that one, I have to ask my friend Becky Parrott about this, but I that had to be one of the first... Um, you know, one of the first, but that one's been around a long time. And oh, yeah, like, I think I'm not, I know the original one was out in West, in, in West Lincoln, but that had to be one of kind of the first That's in the city. That's gotta be one of the first. I'm trying to remember which other ones. Well, might I, can, have been. I can, I can assure you it was there in the eighties. 33rd, yeah, 33rd and Highway 2, two might've been there too. a long time. That'll be interesting. I'll have to, to have, uh, and Becky's probably listening right now. She'll probably text me and let me know which was the early. I think I asked her that when I did the podcast with her. Uh, all right. Well, interesting stuff there. Uh, what do we have for the show this week? Something you hope never happens. Charter title will outline scenarios where people actually needed that title insurance that they paid for at closing. What was the story when these folks bought a property? Um, we will also have business openings, closings, and relocations. And this will be right before the ball game. Right. All right. So we'll be uh, getting that in Saturday at noon. Don't forget, if you have a uh, building that you see as you're driving to work or driving around town uh, that's going up, and you're like, what is that exactly? Uh, send it to Robin and Dave, Facebook, Twitter, at Grow Lincoln. They do a good, great job of, they may already know, or do a great job of uh, finding those things out and letting you know all about it. Nebraska baseball has won 100% of their games this year that immediately follow Grow Lincoln. 
There you there go, we guys. Go. Hey. <laughs> we're going to need you to start. We're, we're on a streak. That's, That's the good news. Thing. Bad news is we're going to need you to start doing games uh, shows Sunday. So <laughs> yeah, Sunday. Anyway, yeah. We can see really you for that use you. Yeah. <laughs> and Tuesday nights. All right. Uh, <laughs> thank you, guys. I appreciate it. We'll talk to you again next week. All right. It's 823. It's the LNK Today with Jack and Friends on KLIN. Sign up for the daily at KLIN.com to get today's top local and Husker news sent straight to your email. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. You're listening to LNK Today with Jack and Friends on 1499.3 KLIN. All right, greetings. Welcome back. LNK Today with Jack and Friends on KLIN. Uh, normally, we talk to uh, Greg Sharp here, this spot, but Greg is uh, en route to Michigan to uh, call Nebraska baseball up against the Wolverines this week, so uh, he, we can't talk to him when he's uh That was one of the traveling, uh, so. current event quiz questions. Yes. So uh, Michigan. he's going to be doing his uh, traveling today. We'll get him back with us next uh, Thursday. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll go ahead with that. Uh, Caleb, you want to give uh, folks a reminder uh, I know uh, you guys have uh, have been uh, working to put together this uh, walleye trip, and uh, yeah, we almost got the bus full, but so we went ahead and extended the deadline to April 10th for the Lincoln Walleye Connection. Greg Sharp traveling today. You can travel with me up to beautiful Lake of the Woods Ballard's Resort this summer, July 16th through the 20th. All the information at klin.com, or you can just Google search Ballard's Resort and find the Lincoln Walleye Connection on there. Scroll down to the one that's as uh, Lincoln, but you head up on the bus with me on a Sunday, you fish Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, come back on a bus on Thursday with your cooler full of walleye sauger. I came back with some northern pike as well. Yeah. It was a good time. I had a lot of fun with my dad last year. My cousin is supposed to be going with me, not the super funny one, his younger brother. Oh, um, he's but probably, he's still pretty he's funny. He's probably good, too. Yeah, he's still pretty funny. All right. Um, but, yeah, still, still have a few spots open on there. We've extended that to April 10th. So uh, don't stress. You guys can still come on up to Ballard's with me this summer. Head to KLIN.com. Find some more of that information for the Lincoln Walleye Connection this summer. Guys, I've got good news. I think something died yesterday, and it's something that you probably will be glad if you're a listener to this show regularly. Uh that you'll be glad it died. I think what died is my uh, winter 2022-2023 whining about the weather phase. Ooh. I think it might. I think it might be done. And you know what text we're going to get right now? No, no, I'm not. I'm not saying anything <laughs> else other than that. I ju- Dr. Dewey just put out a chart with the uh, forecast temperature departures from normal. 
Okay. Yesterday was 14 degrees below normal. Yesterday was garbage. Today, forecast one degree below normal. So basically, it's very cold right now, but it's going to get up to 60. um, And that's right where we're supposed to be. Caleb, after that, you have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. The next two weeks, according to his 14 day forecast, are all at least five degrees above normal. Okay. At least, at least. And by the way, the 12th and the 13th, he's got 23 degrees above normal and 22 degrees above normal. Uh, what that is, what that, um, that means that we're uh, talking flirting with the 90s. But how cold did it get? It was what, like 14? This morning? Yeah. yeah. It was, it was, uh, yeah, it was very cool. But the low, the low tonight is going to be in the high 30s. I mean, the low tonight is going to be 12 degrees warmer than it is right now at this point. So, I mean, if I were a person to make, you know, a certain guarantee, and I'm not necessarily, I think. After you get through today, <laughs> man, it's hard to see. It's hard to see where it's going below after today. Uh, and you may get it today. You may, I think, 60, 60, 61 is the forecast high. Russ and Adams on the Rickside Recognition text line 402 479 1400 says, Make a prediction, you coward. <laughs> Here's the problem. Here's the problem. I've been, I've been making these predictions and failing at them for years now. And they've resulted in, I don't know what, six, seven walks across the city that have gone up to almost 30 miles when I've gone across the city. I think it was close to 30 last time that we did this. Or all day in your basement. Or all day in my basement, (laughs) which we'll never do again, uh, barring another pandemic. That was so weird that day. (laughs) I've I've, I've, I've since acquired like arthritis in my knee. I'm aging as we go through this process. I mean, if if I stay here for years, at some point, is it going to be like pushing Jack in a wheelchair through the city because he lost a bet? <laughs> yes. Like, is there? A, I'm. Let I'll say this. I know Jack takes a star train across the city. I know this city relies on me for their optimism about the future this time of year, and I get that. I I embrace that role, <laughs> but I just don't know. It, I I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can make the walk. I don't know if that'd be good. I'd like to. I'd very much like to. Maybe I could. Maybe I could power through it. But is there is there a suitable replacement for walking across the city? Does that exist? Is there a penance that is as meaningful? And I just, I think it would all be a disappointment if I didn't actually walk across the city. Would would the city give me one of those lime scooters? Well, that's what Chicken Rich just said. Jack riding a scooter across Lincoln. That'd be all the way around town. Uh, Crystal Olathe says if it snows in Lincoln in the next couple months, Jack has to go to the top of the Capitol building for 12 hours to keep the sewer company. Jeez. Uh, no. <laughs> no. Listen, I'd rather walk 30 miles and get, <laughs> than be on the top of that thing. Just a no. Holy cow. So I don't know. Or maybe I'll, you know, maybe we'll get our, our orthopedic experts to take, take a look at my knee and basically say, hey, you know, the city depends on this guy walking 30 miles in a day. 
get us your best doctors, your best surgeons. Get some of that Patrick I mean, Mahomes stuff. Like a Walter Reed type situation here. Yeah, the Mahomes. I mean, Mahomes went out. He had a high ankle sprain, which was had to be way more painful than what I have. He got out there like 15 minutes and started playing on one of a playoff football game after that. There's got to be doctors in there who can. Uh, I mean, we got to have some high powered steroid shot or something that's available where this might still be possible. Did you did you mean Walter Reed like the physician, or did you mean Willis Reed? No, I meant Walter Reed like the medical center where okay. they take the president. Okay, I, I was like, well, I was thinking like you being hurt but coming out and putting on. No, I meant no. It was literally mean like like the best health care available for oh, the. Okay. Okay. Yeah, no, I meant Walter Reed. Um, yeah, that's <laughs> that's what I meant. But you know what, guys? I mean, on the, on the other hand, of things. I legit think I might hit it this year if I do it. Oh yeah, I think I might. There have there been years where I I assumed a big risk of it not happening. Yes, did I knowing no knowingly do that? Yes. Do I still kind of want to uh, have one of these where I do it correctly and they do hold a parade for me? Absolutely nail this one. Yeah, yeah. I want. I mean, I'd be lying. I think anybody would be lying if they said they don't want a parade held in their honor in their hometown. Um, and so, you know what? Maybe I just still put my chips in, uh, Suzanne Geist style, right? Maybe I just say, I am all in for the next month. And, uh, I know it's going to cost me. I know I'm putting some things on the line. I don't know what the future holds. What are, what are you stepping down from to go all in on stepping your Stepping down from my knee hurting. <laughs> stepping down, stepping down from feeling pain, Caleb. That's what it is. Wow. All in. I'm I'm all in. Pain be damned. But look at this forecast. I mean, come on, I'm sad. I mean, it looks I'm good. Sad. It looks. I mean, he's got out to April twentieth. Uh, was sixty nine tomorrow, seventy four, seventy five. We're not even in the sixties again after tomorrow. I, I can maybe. Guy. I could probably do a seventy degree guarantee oh, with this geez. forecast. All right, let's calm down just a hair. Just a hair. I I. I just don't know if I can walk across the city, but I still want to do this. And will will the city and its bloodlust for me be satisfied is the question if I do something besides walking across the city. The, the, biking across the city? Nobody wants that, do they? Nobody, that's not fun. Is that people no. like to be able to drive by and see me struggling and down the street. Didn't you have to ride the, the Ferris wheel? That I that was that year. wasn't related to the sixty degree guarantee, but yes, I did. That was a fundraiser, which we've also done fundraisers with this. Could it, could it be something like too. that? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. If you have a suggestion, I, I mean, I I'll tell you what. I want to make the guarantee. I want to uh, continue to be Lincoln's hope for a new day dawning. A new spring dawning of warm, nice weather, of of trees and flowers and birds chirping and, you have to, uh, and baseball games. You have to play laser tag for 14 hours. What? No games off. Nobody wants that. <laughs> <laughs> if, there, if you've got an idea, if there is anything equivalent to walking 30 miles, or you're an orthopedic doctor who wants to... Put a bionic knee. <laughs> if you've me. got the technology, or maybe if it's—I mean, if it's just arthritis, what can it hurt? You know, that's isn't that just that's just powering through it, right? Oh, 
Dealer Dave says Jack should put Caleb on the line for this. Jack makes the prediction, but Caleb has oh, yeah, to do the walk be, if he's that, wrong. Yeah, how would you like that? That seems I, unfair. Stepping down from that now. Seems, seems very unfair. Uh, occasional Brian along the same line said maybe Jack could appoint a proxy walker. <laughs> a point. I love everybody who's out asking me to put it on, put it on someone else. Now I want to be, listen, no, I want to, I will take the brunt of my own failures. I, I think that's only fair if I fail this time, if I do it. And those are big ifs. I, in fact, I barely think they're ifs. I think this is the year. I think this is the year of the parade. Ooh. This is the year when I ride down O Street, crowd cheering, throwing candy to children, <laughs> the Lincoln East marching band in front of me. Jonathan says, pedicab across the city. Caleb has to drag Jack across town on one of those bike cab things downtown. Why am I the one ending up doing all the work and <laughs> all of this? I love it. Everybody's, everybody's doing that. D- Dave tweeted and he just said, wear Iowa gear to a Nebraska game. No, I will rather you can cut my leg off and I still try and walk. <laughs> hey, maybe that would get you uh, allowed back in PBA. <laughs> Cheering for the other team. Uh, uh, Brad Fox Hollow says, uh, Gingery has you run the stairs at Seacrest. <laughs> I, I do like the idea of John Gingery being involved with it. <laughs> That'd be good. He could yell at me. That actually should be a part of it, is him just yelling at me for a couple of blocks. <laughs> it would bring back some memories. That'd be nice. Maybe, you know what I'm, you know I'm going to do? I'm going to do, I'm going to, maybe tonight, today I'll give it a test walk. Okay. What if I go, and frankly, it'll be good for me. What if I go five miles today and see how it goes? Okay. Maybe. Or this weekend. And we'll see how it goes. I mean, if you can go five, you can go 30, right? That's what they say. No one's ever said that. <laughs> it's something like that, I guess. Russ and Adams really wants to hold you to this, and he's he's going with, we heard 70. Seven. <laughs> 70 miles? 70 degrees. Oh, 70 degrees. Yeah. There are people who have wanted me to walk from Lincoln to Omaha. Um, no, not going to do that. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. It's got it's got to be still within you know within the city. And I need a new route too. We change up the route every year just a little bit. I'll see. We will see. Chris Lofgren, uh, time saver traffic, joining us. I'm not sure what he's got to say here. I'm a little concerned, but let's <laughs> let's find out what he got for us, Chris. Well, being this time of year and something that's on my mind quite a bit is golf. Yeah. And I'm thinking you could have some of your listeners put together a threesome to join you. Yeah. And you play multiple rounds. Every everybody of golf. who wants to play gets to play yeah. their round. Yeah. Okay. okay. There you go. That's a possibility. You I bet. like that. I like that. Play play until you lose. Or play until I win would be bad. Play, <laughs> play until, until you I lose. That'd be a, that'd be quick. Until you lose all your golf balls. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that, that also be quick. That would also be quick. Wait, then he loses them, and I go, "What's this that I found? A whole new box?" Oh my goodness! <laughs> or they or they could shut down that new uh, mini golf course uh, over at Adventure Golf for oh, a day. Oh yes, and like I, pro I, one. Go, you, uh, could mm-hmm. we go? Could I go twenty four hours of mini golf? Yes. I'm thinking and, you'll get... And then maybe I'll break one of those records on one of those courses, finally get my name up the board, which is on my bucket list for the city of Lincoln. <laughs> if I play enough, I would think I would get there eventually. 17 hours in, and we just have an IV with you as you walk to the next <laughs> hole. 
<laughs> you can get to thirty mile, yeah, thirty miles quicker on an eighteen hole course. Yeah, you're probably you right, and yeah. maybe I wouldn't even notice it. Yeah. All right, we'll take that under consideration, Chris. <laughs> if if I decide to do this, and if if I come up short again, which again probably all moot, probably all completely moot. So where would this uh, parade route be? I assume down O Street, just, just right straight down up. O I, th- I like start on about maybe 84th, have a staging area over there at Southeast Community College. How are you going to do this down O Street? Do you not see all the one lane construction we've got <laughs> going on? They'll uh, whoever the mayor is at the time will take care of that for me. I assume. Uh, okay, uh, <laughs> and then all the way down O Street. I think that'd be perfect. Uh-huh. And then into the, into downtown. Okay, I'd like to see that. Um, and then perhaps ending, you know. Uh, in, in that area. What about just swimming across Holmes Lake? <laughs> it would be, that would be better for my knee. Yeah, yeah. That, that would be better for my knee. I don't know about my skin. <laughs> not sure what the updated... I'm not sure what the updated kind of algae situation is. What are the pH is. levels in this? Yeah, on, on that. They still have signs up that says... <laughs> that are very clear that you're not supposed to swim there. Well, I don't know, get out for me in a wetsuit or something. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to do that either. I don't know. I don't know. You guys are going to have to help us out. If you if if you want a 60-degree guarantee this year, and I know you all want it because you want to see me suffer, and so you, you want to dare me to do this, if there needed to be an alternate penance, what would it be, and would that be acceptable since the walk has been the standard penance for so long, for so very long. And again, I'm not ruling out the walk. I think it might be possible. But I'll be taking suggestions going forward over the next few days. And who knows? Maybe maybe I'll be ready tomorrow. Maybe I'll be ready Monday to lay down the gauntlet that the city has been waiting for. And to officially know we will not see high temperatures <laughs> below 60 degrees 70 degrees 60 degrees it's not we're not listen if we're keeping things the same 107 degrees the same guarantee but (laughs) i want the commitment for the parade i don't know if we need to get this from both of the mayoral candidates right now or what exactly but i need to i think i might need written commitment for the parade before we Please, please moderate a debate first question when my guarantee is correct right do you commit to a parade down right. Will you commit right now? Um, if by, I don't know, but I think we're safe by the time we get to June. If we get to June 1st, will you, will you commit to a parade for the entire thing? And get me the greatest marching bands uh, anyone has ever seen to be a part of that. I'd like that, too. All right, uh, well, Russ says, just like a Lincoln East grad, all talk, no action. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right. I could wear a brace. I could do this. Trying to egg you on like you're Marty McFly getting called chicken. I could do this. It's usually, usually the, nobody wants to know this, but the joints usually are the big issue. It's more chafing. Where things are rubbing tends to be the bigger issue. I can handle that. I've handled that before. I ain't scared. All right, I'm going to consider everything that we just talked about. <laughs> it's 8.55. We'll wrap up the show after this on KLIN. I'll just Malcolm Byron. You're listening to LNK Today with Jack and Friends on 1499.3 KLIN. All right, 
keep sending in your thoughts on the potential of a 60-degree uh, guarantee and what should happen in the very, very unlikely circumstance <laughs> that I would fail it this year. Uh, and then the other thing you can send us on the text line is your request for tomorrow. It's uh, whatever you want tomorrow. You text in ASAP. If you learned anything from last week, the earlier the better because whew, we had to fly through the last ones. Yeah, we did. So get whatever you're in the mood for tomorrow as long as it can be played on the radio. Uh, we love the variety that comes out of these shows, and I'm sure we'll do it again being unofficially the uh, most variety of any music radio station in America. Uh, so we got that coming up tomorrow as well. Plus, uh, we're going to give you an opportunity to win DaVinci's as they are going to be uh, partnering with us for a Questline Friday uh, to celebrate their 45th anniversary over the next few weeks. So be listening for your chance to learn how to win free DaVinci's with the keyword and the text. And uh, yeah, that's everything, I guess. That's all. Isn't it? That's it. That's it. That's all the things. All right. Uh, Yes, we are uh, leaving you right now, maybe for one of the last times this year, at 25 degrees. That might be an exaggeration. Uh, I mean the weather at 25 degrees. I'm coming back tomorrow. Oh, okay. Uh, I was concerned. No, the the, uh, low. I mean, I don't see a low in the 20s for a long time. Man, I get obsessed with this. Uh, Anyway, 25 degrees in the capital city (laughs) on our way to a high of 60. And we will see you bright and early tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. for another action-packed edition of LNK Today with Jack and Friends. It's 9 o'clock. KLI and Lincoln.